Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. And our special guest today is one Mr. Chris Taylor. Hi. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks. I'm still here. <laughs> well, this is only day three, so don't get your hopes up. Oh. Oh. Now I'm frowning. Oh, let's make Chris frown. Let's make yep. him smile again. Let's yep. turn that frown upside down with minute number three, which begins with the screenwriter's credit. Yes, folks, we're still in the credits. And ends with Alec Baldwin releasing a spider out into the wild. That's incredibly irresponsible of him. It is. Let the spider just go off and bite somebody. That means it's all his fault, right? True. But on the other hand, it won't bite him. And would it really be the worst that Alec Baldwin's ever done? I don't know. He was he was really, really, really young in this one, though. He, oh my God, he's like whenever I first re, whenever we were first watching it, I was like staring at him, being like, "Used to be so young and, and so skinny, and your like, hair used to be so spiky. Yeah, he so like, spiky. He used to look so lovable, like a leading man should look, you know." <laughs> so he's gone from leading man to character actor. Is that what you're saying? Only he plays the same character. Yes, he, he's gone from leading man to just Alec Baldwin. Is what he's. <laughs> He's done, basically. <laughs> well, after we go through flying through the year and we start to notice, what do we notice? It's definitely a it's model. It's definitely oh, a model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's that, that hill, especially, is a you model. You can see the fuzz. Mm-hmm. Sorry yeah. to break the illusion. However, I have a thing about the fuzz, because another thing I notice is when we're flying over the city, it looks like this beautiful June Cleaver city. Everything's white and pristine. But as soon as we come up on the Maitland's house... Because that's what we're doing now. We're coming over the hill and we're going to the Maitland's model of the Maitland's house. It is extremely dusty. And there's like, you can tell it hasn't been dusted. You can tell there are probably little bits of carpenter, uh, what do you call it, sawdust and stuff like that. That it just Mm -hmm. hasn't been finished, I suppose. Um, And what I think is, in a weird way, I think that's Burton's way of looking at conformity. It looks great when you don't look too close. But that real people are imperfect, mm. uh, and they always will be. <laughs> and I think this is why when you actually get close in the house, you realize, ooh, that's not right. <laughs> that is, until we see two little legs come over the uh, the horizon. <laughs> that's really not right. That's really not right. But I remember seeing the movie and whenever as a kid, and because I didn't know at the time it was supposed to be. I mean, you. I can't remember if I could tell it was a model or not, but at the time I didn't know it was supposed to be a model. I thought it was supposed to be the the actual neighborhood and everything. And seeing the giant spider come over the house, I was like, what kind of movie is this? <laughs> it's a little, I was a little confused. But he's, he's crawling jauntily to a happy Calypso tune. <laughs> that is what's hilarious. You have to expect this little spider to start dancing <laughs> on Alec Baldwin's hand, because all you can hear In is... In tap like, shoes. Oh, God. Little eight, ta- little eight shoes. Yep. 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 That'd be so cute. For those of you, for for those of you who have been uh, been with us since the beginning, uh, that little with that little that, voice, yeah, I can't even do oh, that. Little, God, I don't even want to try to do it. It was a tap dancing spider voice. in the Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> yep, this is why they had a conversation like this. 
So what you're trying to say is they jettisoned everything in the movie except Beetlejuice, Lydia, and the spider. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> oh, and the sandworm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the, the Calypso song, Mr. Music? Well, it is Harry Belafonte's Sweetheart from Venezuela. The original script specified that that Adam liked a lot of R and B, old school R and B, not you know, eighties R and B platters and that kind of thing. But uh, apparently, in a later scene, which we'll eventually get to, uh, that may involve some dancing. The actors in that scene uh, decided that. Or they suggested that uh, Calypso music might be more fun and vibrant, so then they got all the Harry Barf- Harry Harry Belafonte. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so well, that's kind of interesting. So, kind of ad libbed one scene, kind of retroactively recreated some of the. I know they usually add music in at the yes. end of a movie, but kind of that one scene kind of retroactively yeah. created the soundtrack or the needle dropping in the soundtrack. And also, and, and Adam, every time Adam and Barbara, or every time Adam's kind of you know in his own little element, he's usually listening to that. Which I like. It's a it's just a neat little character detail because, you know, just hearing oh R and B something like that. Okay, that's mm-hmm. whatever. That's something people listen to. Calypso is just such a different kind of mm-hmm. thing where you wouldn't expect someone just to listen to it, especially in like this little village thing in Connecticut. Yes, again with the whole nonconformity thing. Mm-hmm. See, I love it. That's and also we've been kind of. I mean, I, I imagine Deo was pretty popular when this came out. I don't know if it was, but I know it was popular after this came well, out. Obviously. The banana boat song just like went crazy <laughs> at that point. Well, because obviously, I mean, the movie opens with Deo, so were people like, "Wait, is that is that Harry Belafonte?" <laughs> I was too young to think that, but <laughs> I'm sure not many people thought of it. Either. Ooh, speaking of of uh, nonconformity. Tim Burton's name credit. We forgot about his name credit. His name credit is it's right before the, the spider. Nice. Yes, and it's over. Yes, the nonconformist house. And, and it's also we found out his middle name, which I never really thought about. As many times as I've looked up Tim Burton on IMDb, <laughs> I never noticed what his middle name was. It's Walter. So I sweet. I don't know. I just was looking at his little thing on this page, and I was like, his name, his name is Walter. And for some reason, that struck me as funny. I think he should have gone by Walter Burton. Just Walter, Walter Burton. Burton. <laughs> Do you think he would have sounds been... like a character in one of his movies? Walter it Burton. does. Well, do you think he would have been confused with the other Walt? Walt, Walt Disney. Oh, you know, that he used to work for. Because you know, he... maybe that's the stipulation. You know, you can never use the name Walt if you've ever worked mm. for. Maybe that, that might be why he didn't want to go by. Yeah. Or maybe as a kid he was like, "No, Walter sounds like a dumb name. I'm going by Tim. Call me Tim. Call me Tim. <laughs> Some call you Tim." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So there's more mix of conformity with the blo- the khaki slacks, but we get the crooked pictures on the wall and the cluttered space. Yeah, it's always fun to see uh, to see movie movies do the the hanging pictures because most movies don't hang pictures like human beings. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they really are kind of because you've got yeah they're all kind of like clumped up in one and then like one off on the side and there's yeah they just. Yeah, they they just don't look right. Well, of course not. <laughs> yeah, but everything else in his place is, is you know neatly hung, and you'd think you know being a carpenter, he, he would have had a little bit more. Do you think they were, well? Hmm. Which makes you wonder how stable this house is. 
that uh, you know the the pictures would be chronically crooked. You know whether or not I don't know there could be a stampede of cows. Don't we see cows later on in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> a stampede of cows, maybe tipping everything over every now and then. Or maybe oh, there's, a new, there's a new twist: the cows tip other things. Yes, <laughs> cows of cow, revenge. Instead of cow tipping, the stampedes cause things like <laughs> photographs. Have you ever remember. been around cows? <laughs> no, not ever. Not revenge cows. <laughs> not that, these kind of cows. I, 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 honestly. I've actually never even looked at the walls in this scene because I'm just transfixed on the model the whole time. It is even a pretty great like, model. Even as Adam is like bringing the spider to the window, I'm still like just like, oh, that model's so cool. <laughs> he definitely put a lot of love and care into it. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that attic has the model and a window and Adam, and that's it. I don't know what else is in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also it also informs you his character because instead of being all like, "Ah, Spider, get it off my model," he's he's, he's all very like, gentle with it. "Hey, you're so cute." He's almost like petting it, really, before he gently weird looking baby tarantula looking spider. That... Yeah, yeah, because you said the script. The script says it's a daddy long legs, but no, no it's not a daddy. Long <laughs> but legs. I don't think a daddy long legs would have showed up on camera. Probably not. So... You just see like this bulge, yeah. and that's it. I do like this little spider he's kind of cute it, it feels like just a movie spider like it, it like you know tell a kid hey draw me a spider that's what they would draw like mm. this little fat body with eight little legs as long as they make sure to count the right amount of legs but you know specifically <laughs> something that looks kind of like a tarantula but a little bit smaller and not quite as scary a little more cute yeah it's a little cute and then he Those throws him out the window. and Well, he gently lobs him. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. throw him. <laughs> <He jumps. laughs> Here's the wind-up. There's the pitch. Let's see if you can catch a tailwind out the window. <laughs> and he tosses it out the window. And I, I didn't notice until we watched this minute that you hear an ominous dog bark whenever he throws it out the window. Oh. Which could be any dog, really, because I mean, it's just it's outside. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's the dog that plays in later on. Yes, yeah. Chris has a whole oh, theory a, about yeah. the dog, but we're not yep. quite there yet. <laughs> so on that note, thank you so much for joining us today for minute number three. And um, like I said, gave it away. Chris is coming back for a later minute. Yay! <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Until next time, save us some popcorn, and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.